This is Via Con Munoz with Natalia Munoz on 96.9 WHMP. This year, the Rainbow Times, New England's largest LGBTQ newspaper, celebrates 10 years. 10 years. It was founded 10 years ago by Grisel Martinez Ocasio, who's the publisher, and Nicola Shum, the editor-in-chief. This is groundbreaking because what other newspaper is there in print and online, and online for the world, um, that speaks to events and issues in the LGBTQ community? We're going to be speaking with Grisen and Nicole this morning, and Nicole of the Rainbow Times. I asked them, what were they thinking when they founded the Rainbow Times 10 years ago? And this is what they said. When we lived in Western Massachusetts, we were always missing uh, going to the uh, pride parades there. And we realized that we were not alone in that sense. And we also uh, found out through the different um, local you know, businesses that there was no information either in, in the Northampton area and other places. And so we decided to embark in, in, in just bringing a source of, uh, of information and news to the LGBTQ community, given the fact that we uh, hold degrees in the journalism field, as, as well as, you know, uh, graphic design, et cetera, et cetera. So we, we said, let's do it. And uh, the paper was born back in February of 2007, 10 years um, as of last month. Congratulations on 10 years of publishing the Rainbow Times. It's grown in content and people who write for it in coverage. Where do you think you want to take it next? It's online, it's in print, it's distributed. Well, no, let's start there. Where is it distributed? It's not just here in Northampton. <laughs> so well, it's distributed all over New England. We go to uh, every single New England state. We also have subscriptions outside of the New England uh, region. Um, we have, like you know, obviously, like you said, um, online we are read according to the uh, most recent uh, community uh, marketing survey. Um, we are read in Canada, very well read in California, very well read in uh, Philadelphia, New York, um, I mean, all over the world. I, and so so we, um, you know, in terms of um, of distribution, we, we are really in a lot of places. In Florida, we have obviously done things, and we also get, we also give back to the community. In, in talking about distribution, I, I, I don't know why, but that came to, to my mind. And, and we also, perhaps that's another way that people... And, and readers and companies know about us because we just give back and believe in that concept. Uh, it happens to obviously be, I think, how the world should be and, and, and what we should do for one another while we are on this earth. Mm-hmm. I also think that a large part of the growth that we've experienced has been uh, directly related to exactly what Griselle was just saying um, in terms of collaborating with other organizations, you know, not only for-profit businesses to obviously expand our advertising base, but definitely the nonprofit sectors as well. Um, and so we have been just sort of, you know, moving in that trajectory ever since we really started in 2007, which has led our website to receive 2.5 um, million hits each month. And we also have the largest uh, LGBT print media, social media network 
um, that there is throughout New England that we're also very proud of. I'm going to tell you what I think, and then Nicole probably will tell you what she thinks. I think that it's uh, the the region needed some actual, real investigative and, and in-depth news coverage, and I think we're filling that gap. We also come from a different different perspective. The, the Rainbow Times is the only minority-owned, uh, women-owned uh, newspaper, uh, LGBTQ newspaper in New England. And so that also, I believe, gives us an idea, more than an idea, to uh, uh, cover topics that are important uh, to today's, uh, you know, lack of coverage in terms of, like, people of color, transgender rights, um, women rights, our actually our coverage has been also now uh, moving towards social justice issues, which we have always covered, but we're covering even more and more so. And so uh, because of that, we have received more than 10 awards in 10 years, uh, ranging from, you know, those coming from, uh, you know, Speaker DeLeo's and, and, and Representative Liz Malias to, uh, to the the mayor of Cambridge, Eden Denise Simmons, and and so many more. I'm just I'm just thinking of those two right now. But I think it's it, they mentioned journalism integrity, and they also mentioned um, you know how we conduct and handle ourselves in terms of uh, what's happening in the world and what we highlight. And we're very proud to continue to highlight those issues that are important to uh, to the to, to real people. You do raise a point that I that I want us to focus on a little bit more because up until the rainbow time so much of the coverage in the lbt community the lbtq you know i know there's it's like this long alphabet of letters was mostly <laughs> exclusive it was basically what's happening then in the sort of monolingual english-speaking white culture and what uh, the trt did was let's bring more voices here and and exactly. and not just once and not because it's Black History Month or because it's Hispanic Heritage Month or anything. It's because no, this is what you're doing every single month. And that was new. That was groundbreaking. If you know mm-hmm. that that's what to me was incredible. It was a groundbreaking in the you know, in the two thousands. Something that should have been groundbreaking mm-hmm. decades ago. Yeah, thank you, um, for that, Natalia. It's it's true. When we first started even, you know, back in two thousand and seven with the first print issue, it was critically important, um, that our mission focused a lot on bridging the gaps between what was, you know, typically known as basically a white LGBT movement um, to incorporate the marginalized communities that were grossly being left behind by this sort of, you know, white mainstream movement toward equality, which, of course, when you don't consider people's intersectionalities and all of their identities as a part of the equation, then you're you're losing talent, you're losing perspective, you're losing diversity and inclusion. And that was something that Griselle and I recognized to be an extraordinarily big problem. And so it was, you know, not only to put out that news out there for the community, but to be sure that the publication was reflective of all members of our community and all the subcultures that existed within that same community. That that was a struggle uh, then in terms of, you know, to make sure that everyone 
felt uh, included. And it's still, you know, a struggle today to ensure that people are becoming informed and aware of all of these issues that are existing within our own, you know, diverse rainbow, so to speak. This is Vaya Con Munoz with Natalia Munoz on 96.9 WHMP.